This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast hosted by yours truly, Tyler Barth, all the way from Blue Studios out in Westlake Village, California, where we invite our favorite artists to come out and co-host the show. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with today's special guest. This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast, added from the House of Rock in Santa Monica, California. I'm your host, Tyler Barth, with my co-host, artist versus poet. Hola. That's right. So, we sit here on a Monday. You guys have been out to the House of Rock on a couple occasions, and uh, we're here to tell your story. Artist versus poet, welcome to the House of Rock. Thank you very much. Let's take our listeners down memory lane and uh, go back to where Artist vs. Poet was born. Jason, why don't you take that? Okay. Um, start out in Dallas, Texas, um, and then you know, pretty much went all over the place. Eventually grabbed some people from Fort Worth, and then we got Dylan from Oklahoma. Then we did some you know, national tours and international tours and um, kind of just kicked it off there. But it all started out in, in Dallas, Texas, locally. And you guys made the move, Dylan, out to L.A. about when? Uh, almost two years ago. I think we moved out here October of 2011. Um, about yeah. the time he joined the band. Yeah, a little yeah. just shortly after I joined the band, we moved out to Los Angeles. and uh, I think it was just so, a text message. Like, one late night, I was like, <laughs> texted Dylan, I was just like, yo, do you want to just move to L.A.? And I think he just texted back and was like, yeah. And then, what, it was like a month or two and yeah two months later we just packed, packed up, up our cars and, and drove out here it was in the middle of a texas summer that's why i was yeah. like this is bullshit it's too hot <laughs> i'm over it it's <laughs> just stupid we need some more consistent weather yeah. but uh, no actually la's been really good to us so we're, we're super stoked that we made the move and so now that you've been here for a couple of years um you know i know a little bit of the history of the band is you guys were on fearless right and now you guys have realized that maybe the diy way is the way to go it's right. definitely, yeah, it's it's definitely proven beneficial for us, um, given that we do have a very strong fan base that, you know, supports us no matter what. Even through, you know, our lineup changes and, you know, leaving labels and agents and everything, they've stuck by us. And um, I don't know, it's, it's given us a lot more freedom. It's allowed us to, you know, interact with our fans and kind of be who we are. And, yeah, and, I think, uh, yeah, the flexibility is that's the, the best part. And, yeah. And the no pressure of, you know, people wanting you to do this or sound like that or just you know, all that creative influence from suit and ties can get really mind bottling. It, it can definitely kill the creativity and yeah. it can kill, you know, just the magic of everything. Oh. So we're stoked to kind of have a fresh start and, and kind of figure out who we are from, from our own perspective. Right. And, and Not everybody. anti-labels by any means. Not if, at all. If the team's right, there's a lot of people that we love to work with. Um, but for now, this is, this is where we are and we like it. Yep. So you guys touched on magic and creativity mm -hmm. and the types of things that you have um, when you have the freedom of doing things your your way, right? right the artist versus poet way. Mm -hmm. And so when you guys came originally out to the House of Rock, I said, hey, you have a day in the studio. What do you want to do when you're out here? And, you know, again, I think had a label been involved, I think it might have been more complicated, but you guys chose a path less traveled as far as, you know, being on a label right. and gave us a freaking cool song right? that actually originally was written by Carrie Underwood. Yeah, we did just did a cover track of a song that we all were, you know, just jamming. Um, we would have done something else, but at the time we were just like, we didn't have the material yet. So yeah, we did a cover song of something we were listening to basically mm -hmm. on the car way here. So, so talk, to, yeah, exactly. So yeah. see you again. And yeah. 
So why see you again? And did you guys, you know, when you, you when you walk into the House Rock, there's so many different tools you get to mm-hmm. pick from. Um, let's talk about the arrangement. Honestly, yeah, I mean, we just really liked the song. I heard it on the radio uh, on a road trip from Oklahoma to California recently, and and uh, Joe and I actually listened to the song a lot and really really dug it. And when we got here, we decided like, hey, maybe we should. Cut that song. It kind of made sense in the House of Rock because it's yeah. a country track, which means it's more of a raw, organic track than most things. Mm-hmm. Um, so normally, you know, you go into a studio, you plug directly in, but the House of Rock is all set up for doing drums and vocals and using eight condenser mics on, you know, whatever vocals or bass guitar. Um, so it's just, it's set up for like that kind of Nashville vibe, which you don't always get. Yeah. So. so talk about the arrangement. Now, I know Joe is not here, so let's give him a shout out. What's up, Joe? Yeah, Joe couldn't be with us. He's uh, recording vocals somewhere else. That being so. said, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about, you know, the three of you guys performed some magic that day. Sure. So who did what and where did you guys record? <clears throat> um, we did it, I mean, we just did like a few simple parts. We did bass guitar. I play bass. We did some guitar. Dylan does that. Joe did some vocals. He uh, Actually, Joe also even um, he messed rocked, around on the drums he a little drums bit. as well, yeah. Um, he, he was a little rusty, but he brushed off some cobwebs. <laughs> we, um, we added some of our own flair, too. I mean, I threw in some extra guitar parts that weren't normally in the song to kind of make it, you know, more more of an artist-first-poet vibe. And, uh, yeah, I think, we, I think we made it a little more rock. We made it hit a little harder and, and uh, yeah, made it more But it was us. definitely just, you know drum bass guitar just pretty basic yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a very it's a raw song as it is and so it didn't didn't really need much no 808s no 808s without further ado <laughs> from the house of rock we've got ours versus poet performing see you again here you have it I turned around and you were gone, gone, gone Faded into the setting sun Slipped away, but I won't cry Cause I know I'll never be lonely For you are the stars to me You are the light You 
kick things off cool, and cool. you know one of the things I love about the house is that you sort of don't want to leave the house right, right. so I think that when you do a song called See You Again it just yeah, means you're coming right, back, coming back. Right. maybe we were trying to tell you guys <laughs> something yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we're trying to do <laughs> well we did talk about absolutely having you guys back out here to mm-hmm. record whatever else you want to record so I think that's sort of the beauty is that you know once you're part of the family here you know, we hope the, to see you again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so now you guys have two albums that have been released this year. One's a re-release, mm-hmm. and that re-release is a is a ten track LP called "Remember This." Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you guys wanted to highlight a track from that album. Yes, called "Whiskey Problems." Yes, right. Uh, before we dig into "Whiskey Problems," um, where does one come up with that name for the track? <laughs> <laughs> you got this one, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I think that kind of involves uh, more on me and Joe. Um, but uh, if anybody follows me on Twitter, Instagram, or any, or just in real life, as my friend knows that um, there are days that I have whiskey problems. Uh, so does Joe. So we get a little bit too turned up, if I can say that. Um, so yeah, we kind of decided to write a song that incorporated all the pros and cons of of a little bit too much whiskey and and you know how that relates um, to certain things. So I guess that's where it got started. Um, the song itself is almost kind of like uh, it's kind of about you know I'm not going to worry about your problems as much as I am. I'm just going to chill and, and drink my whiskey kind of thing. Right. So yeah. it was originally supposed to be whiskey and then greater than problems but youtube wouldn't allow us to use that symbol so yeah so whiskey, whiskey problems, problems right? yeah. there yeah. you go yeah keep it simple yeah, yeah. keep it simple yeah. so um now what's it like dylan playing that track live um actually we just played it live for the first time uh on saturday yeah played, chain reaction yeah, i played chain reaction in anaheim and it actually went over really well it was probably one of the one of the more fun songs of the of the set brilliant and this yeah. is available on itunes it is mm-hmm. yes Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All right, so without further ado, from the release, remember this. The track is Whiskey Problems by Artist vs. Poet. You got 99 problems, I got 80 proof mixed in seven different drinks to forget about you. And that's what I'm gonna do. It only took six months and five whole weeks. I swear to God, 40 ounces never felt so free. So free of your memory. 
Cause it's three strikes, you're out And it's two, play a game And girl, I think we're one in the same If you could just drop your problems at the bottom of this bottle I would drink you all the time I know it's hard to swallow But it feels alright, yeah But you'd rather be this to me So you keep your problems, I'll keep the That you don't give a shit And I've been kicking myself for not realizing it But all that's over now Cause I got my good friends Jack and Jim And they don't got a single problem with the way that I am And they're dying to hear me out Cause it's three strikes around And it's two play games that enjoy social media. Uh, it's funny that this revolution started with MySpace, rolled into you know Facebook, and then Twitter, and now I feel like it's all about Instagram. Instagram and Tumblr. Yeah, I think and so. And Tumblr. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That, that, by the way, I'm learning about this for the first Tum- time. Tumblr's an underground one. A lot of people, it, they don't realize how big it actually is. It's a, it's a very big, very big site. Yeah. So if we go to Artist versus Poet website, you guys have all the links. Right. Is that the best place mm-hmm. to go? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can go to any of them. Uh, we pretty much have Facebook.com slash artist VS poet. We have Twitter.com slash artist VS poet. Same mm-hmm. thing with Instagram. But you have a website. Yeah. Yeah. What is the website? The, uh, the website is uh, avparmy.com. So that's our abbreviation. A so. Apple V Victor P, P Poet. Po- yeah. Army. Army.com. Yep. .com. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks, get there. And then friend them at all the right places. Find out about our whiskey problems. Yeah. Find yeah. out about the whiskey problems. Yep, right. Go up, yeah, we should go purchase whiskey problems. <laughs> listen to it. Then you'll drink see what some we're whiskey. About. Go to the website. Make some comments. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Or or don't drink whiskey. I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah have way. a Red Bull either have way. A Red yeah. Bull. Exactly. Um, all right. So onward to the next track. Uh, this is off. Um, Keep your secrets, which is the latest release. It's yeah, an eight, eight song the EP newest material. that you guys yeah. mm-hmm. um, recorded where? 
Um, we did it with uh, a guy that goes by Black Bear. Um, okay. So we did it at the Black Bear Studios um, over in Hollywood. Um, he's been a good friend of ours and a songwriter that's helped us out, and um, we really vibed with him, so we decided to do a whole EP with him. So, What was the most rewarding track that maybe had the most challenges to it, but when you figured it out and recorded it with Black Bear, you're like, this is, this is the one track that I just adore? There's probably a few like that, but mm-hmm. honestly, you know, since we're on the subject of, of Hang Around, yeah. um, Hang Around was kind of one of those tracks. It was a track originally that I had just done nothing but solid production to. So it was a little too EDM kind of a vibe. And then we put our flavor on it and got in with Black Bear, and it almost kind of came out like this indie rock um, electronic sounding song. So it came out way different. We, than it really transformed it. it Once we yeah. brought it into the studio yeah. and made it one of our own songs uh, and worked with, with Black Bear on it, it definitely, it almost turned into more of like a single worthy song that was, you know, exactly w- the sound we were trying to achieve. Yeah. So we sped really, it up a little bit, not mm-hmm. so easy. I mean, you wouldn't even recognize the demo, honestly, yeah. but totally but yeah, different it, it came out really cool. So that was probably one of the more rewarding songs off the album. Yeah. I feel like it's another message for you guys too about the house of rock and mm-hmm. our source poet wanted to stay here. Yeah, wanted to hang yeah. around. Just want to hang know. around. We'll, yeah. we'll see you again. All right, let's yeah. do that. All right, so here we have the track called Hang Around by Artist versus Poet. Don't remember how we met I still haven't recovered yet But you can bet that I won't forget This is what I get, what I get When I hang around Making love on a jet plane Throwing money cause we're getting paid Doing fine and we can't complain This is what I get, what I get
So let's talk about, obviously you had a chance to work with Black Bear on this track, but mm-hmm. what, what was some of the, when you guys recorded with Black Bear, let's go through the studio. Like what was sort of the, for, for all the geeks that, that go out there and they're recording their own stuff, when you go to this studio, what was your favorite part about recording at Black Bear Studio? Um, part of it, I think, would be that it was, you know, he kind of has a home studio set up, which is kind of cool. That's kind of why the House of Rock feels the way that it does. Whenever somebody has a nice studio set up in a house, um, it just kind of gives off that better welcome here vibe versus, you know, having a door and, and like a secretary at the front and being buzzed in and all that. It was it was more like the first thing we do is just, you know, hang out, maybe have a beer before we would even get started. Um, so outside of the gear, um, I think that that was probably a pretty cool vibe. Definitely boosted the vibe, yeah. And it was just a place that we normally hang out anyway and, you know, party and have friends over. And so it was just a comfortable vibe, you know, from the start. How long from start to finish did it take you to do the eight tracks? You know, we actually did it pretty fast. Uh, we were kind of on a, uh, you know, a time constraint. We wanted to get it out fast. I don't, I don't even think we spent more than, um, what was it, like two months maybe? Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of the songs had already been written, you know, as far as the ideas. But once we got in the studio, I think we, we pumped it out in, the, in about two months. Mm-hmm. So did it real fast. Dylan, what's your favorite song on the album to play live? Um, my favorite song on the album to play live is probably probably Keep Your Secrets. Um, that one definitely has the most energy, I think, out of any song on the record. Um, kind of allows me to jump around a lot sure. and uh, act like a fool. So. Right. Yeah, definitely keep your secrets. Okay. And do uh, you have a favorite, Jason? Uh, mine is a song called that we just played live for the first time called Miscommunicate. Um, it's kind of a vibey song, you know, really in the pocket. So I enjoy that one. It's cool. It's I cool. Like on, it's cool on the bass. Mm-hmm. Miscommunicate. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's all we do like yep. in, in life. In life. Because we're, we're so distracted uh-huh. by so many things that there's a miscommunication. We don't even realize we're miscommunicating because right. we're multitasking. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Welcome, welcome to the world. Welcome of the to house of yeah. Rock. Welcome to life. <laughs> Most of my pro- outside of whiskey problems, all the other problems are probably miscommunication. miscommunication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the beauties about the House of Rock is that you really never know who you're going to run into when you get here. Right. And in the case of today, just sort of running through all the artists we've had here with the producers and engineers. I mean, we had Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. We had Perry Farrell. Right. We had Chris Baseford, who uh, has recorded a bunch of the Tommy Lee stuff. Come out with them. Jack Joseph Puig, who actually built the studio up here alongside oh, wow. me. Um, and just a handful of people that just love music. We had Cole Palante, who you guys had a chance to meet, who's the youngest guy that played Lollapalooza, I wow. think. Oh, I don't wow. know if that's true, 16, playing Lollapalooza. Oh, damn. That sounds about that's, right. Yeah. That, that may make sense. That's yeah. crazy. And so here we are, Artist versus Poet, on, on your third appearance here at the House of Rock. That's right. Not to be the last. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in terms of uh, song titles with See You Again and Hanging Around and Whiskey yeah. Problems, I feel like all three of those could be, like, pumped into this house. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, and really, really are the vibe. I mean, we have had whiskey problems here. Yeah. Love to hang around. Yeah, I think the next track will the next track we'll do here will probably be like we're never ever going away. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good <laughs> one. Never, ever or done. here to stay. Or we moving. could we could done here, that to stay. here to stay. Moving yeah. in. How about that? Yeah. Moving yeah. in. Yeah. I like yeah. that. That works. You know that works. So as you guys have just released, uh, you know both of these. One was a re-release, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, called Remember This, and then the eight-track EP Keep Your Secrets, which also has a title track that we talked about. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's time to go to iTunes, folks. If you haven't gone there already, purchase all 18 tracks, right? Yeah, Why not? you can get them yeah. all. Yeah. Um, or actually what we'd love you to do is go to avparmy.com, and from there you can go to all the different social media sites that you guys are active on. Yeah. Sounds like Tumblr is uh, the up-and-comer. Yeah, Tumblr's yeah, You guys' Instagram. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Instagram's a big Instagram. one. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is actually one of my favorite parts of the podcast. I've asked you guys to pick any song to talk about that is unrelated specifically to your writing um, that you've written, I should say. It may have inspired a song that you've written. Sure. So um, I want to start with Dylan. What's your track, and who's the artist? My track is called Dreaming. It's by a band called Small Pools. Um, they're a new band. Uh just recently got picked up by RCA Records, some friends of ours who used to tour with back in the day, and uh, I'm really stoked for them, and I love the song. So, It's one of the catchiest songs I've heard. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's so. a jam. All right, so without further ado, we've got the track Dreaming by Small Pools. The track I picked was uh, called Royals, and it's by an up-and-coming artist uh, by the name, I think she says Lorday. I'm going to say it's pronounced that way, but I've never heard anybody say that. Um, And it's like a cool new vibe. It's kind of like a new sound that's, you know, you can, that's up-and-coming, I guess. Um, But it's kind of a funny track, anti, like, rich kid lifestyle from, like, a, you know, like a a poor person perspective. Um, But it's a really dope track. So let's play it. Without further ado, the track is Royals, the artist, Lorde. Here you have it. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth, gray goose Dripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room, we don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal, Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece, jet planes, islands Tigers on a gold leash, we don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royals Crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler Ruler. 
to reiterate why I love this part of the podcast is we get to share music that maybe we didn't know already. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, Lord Ace track's fantastic. I'm going to now share with you guys a track that we played earlier today mm -hmm. by a six-piece out of Norway. Um, the group's called Kid Astray, and the track is called The Mess. Um, they just released it uh, just late April this year, 2013, and it's on a five-song EP. So without further ado, the artist is Kid Astray, the track, The Mess. versus poet let's talk about what we have to look forward to why should we tune in to avparmy.com what are you going to bring us over the next six months uh we're actually we're going to have some some new tracks um we've got some one-off dates so just check that out to see if we have a show coming up in your area and then just pay attention because we got some news that we're going to be announcing probably in the next you know three to four months um that we can't talk about just yet uh, but we're going to be entertaining y'all up until then um, with the track that we recorded here and, and a few more. So that about sums it up. When you guys tour, so let's get back into the van. Right. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> favorite crowd to play for? Uh, I mean, LA is a good one, which is cool because we live here and so we play here a lot. Yeah, so California's I, I think good. Chicago. Chicago is great. definitely a, a winner. We have a show coming up in Phoenix. Phoenix is pretty good to us. Arizona is cool. Yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah. I mean, I, I can I got even a stronger one. Let's sure. go with favorite venue. Favorite venue. Ooh. And or I'm going to go with favorite venue for one of you. So, Dylan, why don't you take favorite venue? And then I want to go back, Jason, favorite show all time. Okay. Boy. You might have to give me a second on this one. Or we okay. can swap. Yeah, we can yeah, swap. Yeah, okay, Jason, you take that one. Yeah, because I, I got two favorite venues, and they're not even that far from each other. One of them is uh, in San Francisco. It's called the Grand Ballroom, uh, one of my favorite venues. And then the other one is in Seattle, and it's called the Showbox. And both of them are like really old-school theaters, you know, just, just set up really unique. Um, so cool vibes from both of those places. Cool. I think an example of one of my favorite shows would probably be uh, when we played Universal City Walk. Um, that was a really, really great show. It actually brought in a lot of new people for us. A lot of people who were just not normally, you know, normally would not have listened to our band, but happened to be walking by and we made a lot of new fans that night. So it was a really, really good turnout and a really amazing experience. After fans see your show and they say, let me buy you a drink, what would you ask them for? Ooh, I usually go with either just, uh, you know, whiskey on the rocks or a whiskey sour. Special whiskey? Uh, honestly, it doesn't matter, but if I, if I get to choose, then I usually go with Jameson. Yeah, I was going to say, which leads to the whiskey problems. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's Absolutely. the whiskey problem right there. Okay, yeah. there you go, Jameson. Okay, Jameson. Dylan, you're up. My staple is Red Bull, actually. Um, I don't drink alcohol, so I usually stick to uh, sugar. So energy drinks, Cokes, you know, whatever. He will take Coke, a free drink, Red though, Bull. and pass it along. I will take a free drink and pass it along to my friends because yeah. I'm that kind of guy, but... Yeah. If you're it's ma- for me, you're a magic man. If obviously. it's for me, I get turned up on Red Bull. Yeah. That's that's Fair my enough. Yeah. All right. It's on that sugar rush. Our friends mm-hmm. are Red Bull. Mm-hmm. There you have it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> All right, so avparmy.com. You guys are going to be coming back out to the House of Rock to record. Absolutely. Um, everybody check them out. Uh, see you again. We'll most likely be available download maybe on SoundCloud or something yeah. you guys will we'll release. We'll put it out. We'll probably make a YouTube video for it, so look out for that. Something. Look out for that. Yeah. In the meantime, hang out on the website, follow them on Twitter and everything else. And, guys, it was awesome having you out here. Hey, thanks for oh, having us. Thank of you. Of course. Mm-hmm. Anytime. You guys are part of the family. We'll be Hallelujah. back. <laughs> House of Rock. Peace. You are the light.